good people i am josh rogers i am brian here and we are here for another episode of your favorite podcast your mama's favorite podcast your daddy's and your aunties and everybody else's is the jigsaw podcast where we talk about all the things but particularly mm-hmm. we talk about the perils the praises productivity and the pump circumstance of being black millennials in america brother how are you doing man it's a great day to be black brother um but i'm gonna keep it a hundred i'm like exhausted Mm-hmm. Why are you so tired? Man, today has been a day. It's been a long day. Um, been up since seven um, and have really been going nonstop from daycare pickups, drop-offs, that is, drop, daycare drop-offs, trainings, making some videos for work, all kind of stuff, man. And then- What kind of videos you making for work? <laughs> uh, we have to do these marketing videos uh, to welcome people- What you said, working with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sounds like a corporate OnlyFans. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> if, it's, if it's paying like the OnlyFans, I'll, I'll take it. Shoot, I'm over working a nine to five and people got OnlyFans. What am I doing with my life? And making like what we make in, shoot, two, three months, they make it in a day. Yeah. And <laughs> just slanging. Like, I'm like, I'm in the wrong field. Listen, the wrong field. Do y'all want uh, listen puzzle pieces? Y'all want us to do only only fans? <laughs> wait a wait a wait a minute. We just put the podcast on there. Oh my god! I'm about to say I was about to give you a hell no. I'm not doing only fans. No, I modulate that thing right. We'll just put you know we'll put the Ooh. podcast on there. My the live god. video from the podcast. <laughs> How are you okay. doing, though? Okay, I I am. Uh, <laughs> what kind of turn are we taking? I am. Um, I'm well. I'm well. Starting off strong. I mean, the, <laughs> the only way to be. Listen, get that get that strength in there. Um, no, I'm good though, bro. Um, similar sentiment, I suppose. Tired, been alone. It was a long day today, particularly. Um, I ended my February no days off challenge. Okay. So today, I actually went until day 30. Mm-hmm. So today was the first day that I haven't worked out in 30 days. And How do you feel? I feel good, but my when I sit on that couch, my body was like, mm-hmm, yep, <laughs> sleep. So I had to do everything in my power not to go to sleep. But uh, beyond that, bro, I am, I'm doing well. And yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just, I'm just here. Did you catch the D'Angelo verses? I did. And friends. I did catch, catch the D'Angelo uh, and friends verses. And as a D'Angelo stan, I w- if you weren't a D'Angelo fan or stan, then it probably was whack. Mm-hmm. Um, one, just like the numbers were real low. It was probably about one hundred thirty-two thousand. Which, in terms of like verses, well, they say, well wait a minute, because I've heard people say. That the numbers were like some of the highest numbers. So, so what are they? What all are they counting? They can't just be no counting clue. Instagram. Well, I was looking. I don't know. I know they they count um, like Apple TV or whatever. I know mm-hmm. they count that. But even within mm-hmm. that, you, I consider when I when I look on Instagram, 
just where Versus normally is headquartered. Um, this is probably the lowest I've seen as far as numbers on Instagram. So unless they talking about yeah. Apple TV numbers, like the Instagram numbers were like mad low. Um, but like I attribute that because unless fact- y'all didn't catch it, I didn't watch it. What were you doing? <laughs> Minding my business. <laughs> you was in these streets. That's what I was doing. I, you know, so I had a friend. I told mm-hmm. you I was going to celebrate a friend, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I did. And I actually forgot that the verses was this Saturday, well, last Saturday. Um, so I, I was trying to watch it on my phone, but of course, Negroes it was late, mm-hmm. so it like didn't it. start on time. Um, but who were the friends? Like, I guess, and that might have been a reason why it was like the numbers were low because, like, he wasn't really, he was like D'Angelo versus himself. Yeah. And this is where it went wrong, right? Okay. This is where I knew we was in for a night. <laughs> okay. He said, All right, you know, I'm glad y'all here. This is, you know, D'Angelo and friends. And he said, Y'all the friends. I said, The, the hell we are. Like, oh. <laughs> I said, brother, we ain't got your phone number. We don't. We, we don't even know you are half the time. We like, ain't we no friends. friends. Right. We ain't friends. We don't even know what you look like in real life. Right. So I was thinking, <laughs> okay. So I was like, the friends are probably gonna be like whack because you know, at we think we kind of talked about previously. Like it, he has some great friends, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So the friends ended up being, which they were good friends, but they weren't like the friends that I was looking for to sing. Um, Method Man and Red uh, were the friends. Okay. Um, her was a okay. friend. Yeah, her. She sang. Nothing even matters. Yeah, she sang. And were there any, and some like dude that played the trumpet? I ain't know who he was. Was it Donnie Trumpet? That's Chance Rapper's trumpet player. Nah. <laughs> that's, that's like the only. Donnie Trump, he's like white, right? Yeah. Nah, he, this dude was black. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was to me. I ain't gonna hold you. It wasn't that good. It was good because I like D'Angelo. Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, I could see like how you probably could enjoy this music, but he probably would have been off doing like one of them tiny desk stay at home concerts. Yeah, it it would have been better if it was like a tiny desk concert where he was because he went back and forth from like playing the, the piano to like singing behind like a track mm-hmm. to like I would have preferred like a tiny desk with the roots backing him up, him just mm-hmm. going through the songs. Like that would have been you know, cause that's that's D'Angelo's thing, like the whole live band thing. Yeah. Um, playing the music, you know, he didn't have he didn't have a band. It was just him and a DJ. And it was just, you know. I mean, that even, sounds that sounds uneventful. Yeah, it was. It was it, it was just like it, I I could have just put I could have just put on a D'Angelo playlist and been like Yeah. Yeah. But the the I will say her you know appearance was was great. Um, God, I do love her. Mm-hmm. Um, so the that person, was not the pronoun, right? Yeah, the person. <laughs> um, but it it was great. It was it was really good. Um, I mean, Carter G. Wilson did not die for this. Like, this is not no. how we were supposed to end Black History Month. No, 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 no. Like, other than that moment with her, the rest of it, I could have been like, oh, I'll just put on the D'Angelo playlist and just call it a night. And speaking of, Black History Month is over. Insert all the sad emojis and faces and things. Um, And we're already in March. And this was the beginning of hell. Because this (laughs) is a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's when Corona officially, like she had been here lingering a little bit. This is when she officially decided to make a mark on society. 
and shut us all down and put us into our home. So, March, this is a message to you, dear. Come in and sit down, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing too crazy. You, Read you know, the room. 2021 tried to start off a little weird. Mm-hmm. But you know, March, we give you a second, we're giving you grace. We're giving you a second chance. Sit down. Sit down. And white people are already white people. And they already they already All have right. um performative allyship fatigue, is what I call it. You mm-hmm. know, they've been posting their little flyers and other things. And I feel like a lot of them waited until March 1. To just let it all out. Like, we're, you know, we're back to normal now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're going to still be black, as we say on this podcast. Um, 366, 258. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of podcasts being black, 366, 258, get your extra black um, merch. Okay? Please do. Go take over to the website <laughs> and buy your merch. Okay? They're $25. Support children in need. Right. Who are those children? Josh I'll Jaden in Brooklyn. Good, so support, 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 support them. Okay. It's uh, going to go to their they, college fund or to some Jordan ones. It's going to it's going to feed a child. Okay. Right. Don't worry Something. about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Listen, support. Support black kids. That's what it's going to do. Uh, bro, you got a song of the week? I think it's on you. It is on me. Mm-hmm. And I chose the song. That I'm probably going to butcher it. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it's a song that I know, but I don't know. Let me oh. say that. Like I know it, like as far as what it is, but I okay. don't know it. But it's appropriate for the day, for the occasion. Okay. So I'm gonna do a snippet of it. Um, you gonna play it, or you gonna you gonna try you gonna try to perform it? I'm gonna try to perform it. Okay, <laughs> which makes it even worse. Okay, here we. Okay, here we well, go. You may, you may be able to help me out and come back on the other end. Um, I'm gonna do a little snippet of this. Okay, um, I'm, I'm here for <laughs> you, but I'm 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 in, I'm in anticipation. Go ahead. It's going to be Okay. <clears throat> I don't got that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say how I was going to do it. If I was going okay. to just talk the lyrics, or I was going okay. to sing the lyrics. Got Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to sing it and just okay. see if it goes. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we're here. Go. Come on. Let's we're go. We're here. Um, we balling like March Madness. All these cops oh. shooting a nigga tragic. Oh, <laughs> I'm the one living lavish. Wait, it's the pause. Like <laughs> This is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> and what I would not allow you to do, I cannot sit by. No, sir. No, Brian. No. no. I warned you. I warned you. No, that was not warning enough. <laughs> Brother, if Future never puts out anything else in life, he gave us a hood classic in March Madness. And what you just did <laughs> was disgraceful. <laughs> Holy Lamb of Calvary. Listen, I, I warned you. I know, this, I know the song, but I don't know the song. You, you can give us a rendition if you like. Dirty soda in a styrofoam. Drink another, get your mind blown. Dress it up to go to Nassau. 300 miles on the dash. Man, that's my song. You don't know it, Brian. <laughs> I know, but I don't know it. If all the basement, we gonna roll up and smoke on some blood. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it sorry with a nigga that you gonna come back and all make up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Dress it up and keep it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that means, right? You, you know, Brian. I'm sorry, Brian. I, I don't know the I don't know the future song. Nevadius is somewhere crying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> well, um, 
you know, um, not our proudest moment here on the Jigsaw <laughs> Podcast, but you know, it's a moment of the list. I still got love for you. I still love you. Oh, bless you. But what I want you to do, <laughs> I'm going to give you some homework. <laughs> I want you to go listen to that. I want you to, I want you to <laughs> marinate on that all month. <laughs> marinate on that all month. Let that thing sit in your spirit. But in the meantime, we're going to go bless up some people. <laughs> With some black excellence, mighty God. Are you are you ready? I just can't get over this. <laughs> let's go to the blessing report. Oh, let's go. <laughs> the mighty Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We are here at the Bless Up Report where <laughs> we barely we know, made it. We, we barely made it. It's March Madness, y'all. It's March Madness. My favorite song of all time, March Madness. Okay. Future is my favorite artist. Um, you know, there's no one greater than Future. And speaking of Future, I wouldn't go that far, but, get, but, but go ahead. Go ahead. He's a legend. Uh, speaking of Future, um, up to par. Uh, up to par, Chris Moore uh, out of Memphis. I don't know if you would say this. He's out of Memphis, Tennessee. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> he that's what he is. That's what he would claim it or not. <laughs> but go ahead. Out of Memphis, Tennessee, as a golfing lifestyle brand. Up to par is a lifestyle brand for the golfer and the non-golfer. When you wear up to par, you are shifting culture, embracing authentic authenticity, and bridging the gap between race and age. The next generation is here. You are up to par. We are up to par. Uh, it's a great golf brand. Uh, please get it. I actually ordered mine. I got mine in the mail today. Um, I'm not wearing it, but uh, I did get it in the mail today, so I'm excited to put that on. I'll be wearing it tomorrow. So if you want to get that that merch, uh, support black business, uh, weareuptopar.com. That is weareuptopar.com uh, to get your golf and lifestyle brand apparel. Um, any golfers out there, do it. Let's do it for the culture one time for black folks. Uh, so bless up to Chris Moore and up to par joshua do you have anything in the billboard you know life has been rather uneventful and maybe that's a good thing maybe but here we are brian we're in another week and there Mm -hmm. is no obituary look at god stay the hand of death again (laughs) and we give him glory for that so um so we're still in the panini press and Mm -hmm. I think like some government officials somehow, some way, may be confused about that because mm-hmm. Texas and Mississippi decided we're going to join Georgia and we're just going to, you know, we're going to be the wild, wild west, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wild, wild south. <laughs> How about that? So um, Governor Greg Abbott and Governor Tate Reeves uh, of Texas and Mississippi, respectively, said our states are wide open. Do what you want. Uh, wear your thongs. Wear your pants with the boot out. Do what you want to <laughs> do because we wide open. You ain't got to brush your teeth. You ain't got to oil your ankles. You ain't got to wash your hands. Do what you want to do because we wide open. Matter of fact, Texas said <laughs> you can wear, not wear your mask and everybody can operate at 100%. Uh-huh. It was capacity. 100%. So ain't, he said 100% capacity. So ain't no social distance. <laughs> ain't nothing. I mean, it's going to be Corona soup in right. Texas. Y'all right. going to be a big old hodgepodge of soup, sickness, soup, infectious soup, respiratory, field diseased air. That mm-hmm. is what's happening. Okay. And it's like Georgia has been open, but most of the people in Atlanta, most of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have been doing our oh, yeah. best. Oh yeah. Most of us. Now there's been some people wilding like mm-hmm. this coming weekend for the, um, what's this? The NBA all-star. all-star. 
gang, Help you know, th- let me put on my Josh Athletic abbreviations hat. Please do that. The NBA All-Star Game is this weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. At mm-hmm. State, is it State Farm Arena? Yeah, State is. Farm Arena. I'm about to say Phil's, but I know they changed the name. <laughs> hey, they State, change State Farm Arena. And um, Atlanta, about, I'm, about to, I'm staying far away mm-hmm. from the, the city of it, the actual city limits of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Thank God I live in the suburbs. Um, but yeah, like, they finna all fly to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Be a part of this game. Then they're going to go back to their respective hometowns, like mm-hmm. Texas, and they're going to spread Corona juice all over the place. Um, so, although Texas is open, uh, Mississippi does have a few exceptions. They, I guess they're a little bit smarter, right? <laughs> they still have a mass mandate for all schools, K-12, and indoor arenas. Um, and that he's indicating that he's signing an executive order that would recommend, but not require, people mm-hmm. to wear a mask. So, um, like we said, this ain't nothing new because Georgia been over. Brian Kemp been not cared about nobody. <laughs> he ain't care. Oh, uh, he <laughs> not cared about nobody. So, j- welcome as, as as I saw your wife put it today. Welcome to the wild side. Here we are. <laughs> you know, we've been living this life. You need any tips? You need any ideas <laughs> of how to navigate the um, the trailer park that is these southern states? Mm-hmm. Let us know, and we'll be happy to send you some information. Um, coming off the beauty that was Black History Month. Mm-hmm. The Golden Globes um, happened, and Black folk actually, you know, took home some, you know, some trophies. Brian, okay, yeah. did you watch the Golden Globes? Oh, of course not. Okay, so, okay, <laughs> so we're reporting on things that we didn't even watch, but that's okay, <laughs> okay. Um, because I didn't watch it either. But the, 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 here's what matters the most: mm-hmm. Black entertainment was represented oh, yeah. in the form of Daniel um, Kaluuya uh, mm-hmm. from he he was. Um, he was Fred a Judas Hampton. and the Black was like Fred Hampton. I was about to say Fred Sanford. Help me on the <laughs> Judas. Fred, Judas. It Fred was Hammond. right there. It was right there. Fred Hammond, Fred Sanford, <laughs> you know, um, Hampton Miles, Hampton Marcellus, Winton Marcellus. I'm just mixing up all the names. That's how you know you're getting old and black when you just start calling folk names. Right. Um, but no, Daniel Kaluuya who played Fred Hampton, uh, Black Panther chairman, uh, and Judas and the Black Messiah. He won uh, Best of actor, best actor in a supporting film. Um, John Boyega uh, was uh, one for Small Acts, um, best supporting TV actor. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, King. Oh, yes. One for his role in My Rainey's Black Bottom, best lead actor in a drama film. And um, his wife, except the warden's behalf, gave a very heartfelt speech. Now, I did see clips of that. So I go oh, back I and watch the that. clips of the things that matter. Oh, yeah. But I'm not sitting through no Golden Globe. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Anyway, no, uh, Andre Day, uh, and this, I was actually surprised by this, Brian, because this movie literally just came out last night. And <laughs> and the <laughs> fact that it made it to the Golden Globes was right. a thing, but mm-hmm. I guess. But, you know, she, but she was up against, like, she was up against um, our other Vi- queen. Viola. Um, Viola, for, you know, for my reign. And I thought Viola had it because I just didn't think that this movie would have, you know, made it for this round. But mm-hmm. anyway, here we are. We ain't tripping. She won. I ain't watched it yet. It's on my list because I actually like Billie Holiday. Well, uh-huh. let me take that back. Ella Fitzgerald's my girl. I'm appreciative of Billie Holiday's music. Wasn't really a fan. Didn't listen. But anyway, I'm going to go mm-hmm. watch. Um, and I recognize what she did for culture. But she won uh, Best Lead Actress in a Drama. Um, Soul. Mm-hmm. It won. <laughs> it won Best Animated Motion Picture. I'm not going to even get into you know the things about that. Um, and hopefully what this does is gives us momentum uh, for all these amazing actors and actresses and movies and all the things to take home prizes and be nominated and to win Oscars. Um, 
And um, you know, coming of speaking of soul being, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and see it. Soul was disappointing, and staying in that theme of disappointing <laughs> black films, coming to America too is going to hit Amazon Prime this Friday. Uh, I have the lowest. Mm-hmm. Of the lowest, mm-hmm. of the lowest expectations. I am going to liken. Are you ready for this, Brian? Oh Lord! I'm going to liken coming to America too, to Soul Plane. Wow, you think yeah. it's gonna be that bad? I think so. Cause you know what they did in Soul Plane? What they took every major black actor at the time. It's true, and a few you know people who had been in the game a while threw them in one movie. Mixed it up and said, we're going to make colored gumbo, put it on film, and see if y'all laugh. Same thing they did with Friday After Next. They threw a whole bunch of funny colored folk in one movie. <laughs> and the movie was hilarious. It was funny, mm-hmm. but it was it, it was not good. It was bad. Right. I think Coming to America will be the same. I think it's going to have some fun. You got Leslie Jones. You got, um, of course, Arsenio and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Tracy, got, Morgan. You know, Tracy Morgan. Tracy uh, Morgan. Is Wednesday Tiffany Haddish Snipes, in it? T- Tiana Taylor. I know Tiana Taylor. Is Tiffany Haddish making an appearance? Uh, I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, even even if she's not. But you know what I'm saying? But then you even got like Tiana Taylor. But then you got like Rotimi and people like that who, mm-hmm. if you follow his Instagram, he does like the African butterscotch. Like, so he has like funny-esque mm-hmm. moments or whatever and all this other kind of stuff. So, Yeah. I think they're going to be laughable. And then it's PG-13. Wasn't the original Coming to America Radar? R? I don't know. I mean, I, they didn't do a lot of cussing I would think it was Radar because was, there was nudity in it. I would Let think me, it would be Radar R. Especially at that time. Let me go see. Coming <laughs> Excuse me. to... All right. All right. Um, Rona, we don't... Mm-hmm. We don't... Uh, we, Brian, we, we, we rebuke you. We, nah, yeah, I rebuke <laughs> you because we, we don't need that. Coming we to don't. America. Oh, yeah. It was so it was rated R, especially for a 1988 movie, right? So mm-hmm. I think it was definitely an appropriate rating. But this one is PG-13, which lets me know that that's, that's an indication that it's not going to go to the places that the original movie probably went to. Let me ask you this. Will you be watching? I'm going to watch it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm watching this Friday, though. Just to be honest with you, um, Come to America, I think I've said this before, it's like probably my favorite movie. Um, so, won't you, so why won't you be watching it this Friday? Because if, I just don't want. It's kind of like I love Coming to America, the original, so much. Like I, like if I had to find one movie I can watch over and over, and I can say I can watch one movie the rest of my life again, it'd be Coming to America. That means just take the shot now, and <laughs> do a quick kill, get it over with. Don't, mm. don't, don't die slowly. <laughs> it, it's kind of, to me like, of you're taking a movie to me that was just like. Coming to America, the first one was perfect. Like, there was no, there's no need to do. There was no need a for a sequel. sequel. Now there's like, no need. No need. No, no need, need for a sequel. Um, they got paid, so I'm not gonna stand between black people getting a bag. But I don't think there was no need for a sequel. Y'all could have just left it where it was. So if y'all do this and it's trash, I'm gonna be like, I mean, but they probably got a grocery set because it is it was straight to Amazon Prime. Yeah. And no shade because one night my Emmy went straight to Amazon Prime, but they also didn't have Eddie Murphy's <laughs> in. <laughs> True. So, so I, I, I'm gonna give it a shot though. I, I, I'll probably watch it this weekend. So we'll talk okay. about it next week on the podcast. Are you sure we're gonna talk about it next week on the podcast? I'm watching it. Are you, I'm gonna watch. Unless you're not watching it. Oh, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch it. it. I'm gonna watch Fri- it. Friday is usually family movie night in my house, and because it's PG-13. 
I can watch it with the kids. So oh, I'll yeah. probably I'll I'm gonna force them to force them to watch it. <laughs> and here's the thing: my wife has never seen the original. So pray for her. No, you lying. It's a few movies she's never seen. Boomerang. Like well, the, she don't like she the don't black like movies, classics. Though. But still, Brian. I, I, listen, I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying not to revoke her black card because there's some movies, black class, you just have to see. Like, and Coming to America is one of those because there's so many jokes in culture yes. that are, are based off of Coming to America. Yeah, I mean, just a lot, all of them, like, we can go down, we can, I mean, it's kind of what we're talking about, but kind of not what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But we can go down that list. Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Boomerang. Yes. Soul Food. Yes. Waiting to exhale. Yes. Um, Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me out, Brian. If I was, there's so many. And you're, are you talking about the movies she hasn't seen? I'm just talking about movies that's like black classics that we oh. all should have seen. The color, color purple. purple. Color purple. That's you know that's <laughs> you what know. we should have seen. Um, I think the Wiz. Even though if I'm not a regular everybody fan should of it, have seen. The everybody Wiz should at have at least point. seen the Wiz at some point. I like easing up down the road. <laughs> I like that. I like the song, but once at the end it started getting a little weird. I have re- I'm rebuking. I'm rebuking the devil at, at the end. Of the <laughs> <laughs> he's on down. He's on down. Down the road. Like Michael Jackson killed that part. Uh, that Michael Jackson could still sing. <laughs> the older he got, <laughs> he started growling. He's these. They don't even that believe in the growl. It's like um, you ever you ever heard a dog dying? Ooh, really like that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. there are just movies <laughs> that, you, that you should see. And I think mm-hmm. even, although this is going to be bad, I mm-hmm. think we owe it to the the glory of the first one to at least yeah. give it a chance so we can either celebrate it, which we will not be doing, or drag <laughs> it appropriately. <laughs> and we're going to carve out precious time in the podcast. I mean significant time, Brian, because I'm going to oh, sit yeah, and watch it. this thing. Let's we're going to talk about Coming to America 2. And maybe we can have a whole episode on why there should not be sequels. Because <laughs> I believe it's going to it's going to prompt that level of conversation. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm my expectations are low, but I'm praying, I'm like, Lord, let us please be at least decent. At okay. least be decent. Okay. Well. Let's go to the living room. Let's <laughs> let's have some conversation. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. All right, good people. Here we are in the living room. Um, yep. No ring-a-ling-a-lings today because we ain't got nobody here. It's just it's us. Just us. It's just family. It's just us. It's just us. And um, not that Black History Month was heavy because it mm-hmm. wasn't. But Brian and I decided we wanted to have a really light episode, yep. um, have some fun with it, and just kind of talk about the beauty mm-hmm. of black television. Yep. Um, and black television is definitely a thing. I think we just talked about it in a, in a similar sense, coming mm-hmm. out of the Billboard conversation, talking about black movies. Um, black TV is, is, is a staple in our communities, is a staple yep. in our families, and our friend groups. Um, I'm pretty sure we've all looked at different TV shows and been like, ooh, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's me. That's me. And I don't know about you, Brian. You grew up in a melting pot, you know, over there in California with all the people <laughs> of all the colors and all the things, uh-huh. and, you know. And I grew up in a city that was sixty five percent black. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and uh, even beyond that, black. I mean, well, let me take this. Let me say this. Hollywood for me mm-hmm. is black Hollywood. 
And you can y'all okay. can say what y'all want to say outside of like Tom Hanks and Leon, like some of the real real big people. Mm-hmm. You can put a white person in front of me and say that, and I don't know who that is. Oh, and and I'm not and I'm not ashamed <laughs> of that. I'm not. If you ask me my top five movies of all time, they're likely going to be five really black movies. I would probably agree. Outside of maybe um, the Batman Returns, because that the 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 Joker character was just, mm-hmm. I mean amazing depiction on film mm-hmm. um and like some of the adventure but that's not it's not even like my time i enjoy those because like my children are into marvel and i got mm-hmm. into it you know by proxy but right. that's not like my thing i don't I, I can't i can't run down the list of leonardo dicaprio's um i imdb i, I don't know and mm-hmm. here's here's the thing i don't care <clears throat> Right. <laughs> I do not care. I am black and black Holly and Hollywood for me are black people. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington is the pinnacle of black <laughs> acting. Okay. You know, Halle Berry, Angela Bassett, she acts. Okay. <laughs> she you can I know who Angelina Jolie is. I know who some of the other white, you know, um like Meryl Street. Yeah, I know Meryl Street. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch some of these white movies, but I just be watching them. I don't know these people. I don't care right. to know them. And y'all can say what I, you can say what you want to say. I have lived these 31 years of my black life in my bubble of black. I am the embodiment of BET, of black <laughs> entertainment <laughs> television. Um, and I give that preface by saying this is why black television is so important. Mm-hmm. Because for so many of us, it defined who we were like friends mm-hmm. was a thing but i didn't see myself in friends oh no you know what i'm saying like no I, black don't, people I don't like full house i didn't like it i didn't like it <laughs> it wasn't good <laughs> to me all them folk living in their house it wasn't good black people weren't doing it the closest thing we ever had to a full house was hang with mr cooper but they didn't have no kids they were it was just three homies who happened to be roommates <laughs> and they was y'all, and y'all was freaky like that in california you know don't do me, that y'all, i'm just saying y'all was y'all you know that's, that's it's more it's more acceptable in california <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously though like we didn't have those different dynamics so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? we saw ourselves in black television right so I, let's start this conversation of how we ended the last one about movies what are some black television shows that there's no excuse that you just that you you should not have ever seen them. Oh, uh, just off just rep Cosby Show. That's probably like the black. That is the you know, we might at some point is talk that about the our, pinnacle our of um... yeah. If you okay. ask any black person, they should have seen the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Um, any black person should have seen the Fresh Prince. Yep. Um, and those are and those are the ones for the most part. You ask somebody black. Do you like these shows? They're going to say yes. Yes. There's not a lot of arguing about the Cosby Show being a good show or not, or the Fresh Prince being a good yeah. show or not. Yeah. Those are usually non-debatable shows. Um, living single. I don't think I've ever heard anybody being like, "Uh, oh, little living single was terrible." I, yeah, I no. don't think I've ever heard that. Martin, like, what? Love it or hate it, it's it's just ubiquitous to TV. Yeah. Like Mar- you, if you were black. You may not like, but you were exposed and have watched. Yes, Martin. Yeah, people that I know that don't, don't even like Martin could be like, "Oh, I've seen it." Mm-hmm. And, and most of the people, we had this conversation with Scott on an episode previously about like, even though like it wasn't one of my favorite shows, you could probably mention like five episodes where you can remember. Oh yeah, you know specific scenes that made you laugh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So different world. Oh yeah, change the game as far as like HBCU culture and bringing oh, yeah. that to light in a time to where you know, I mean, we had our black stars, you know, rocking the nail, you, but in mm-hmm. a time where it really gave insight into like that life. Yeah, I, I think Hillman 
it gave, you know, and it's, you know, and you went to the HBCU, and I'm not trying to discredit HBCUs and stuff like that, or yeah. by saying this, but everyone went to Hillman, right? So that was everyone's HBCU experience, even though people that may have never gone to college or never have, you know, um, uh, you know, I may have gone to PWI at some point. That probably was, you know, that was our view into our first. Most people are our first view into. Yeah, HBCU, HBCU life. life. Yeah, right. Because Eric because um, people actually want to go to Hillman and were disappointed when they found out it was not it was, it was, was not, not real. School. Filmed in Atlanta, based in Virginia, just not real. <laughs> just a mess. Just <laughs> not, just not real. Yeah, right. And I actually have a Hillman T-shirt. Like it's, I got a Hillman. I got a Dwayne Wayne jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like I think if anything, I want to say a different world. And I know we probably going to I'm going off a little bit, but I think a different world of one of those cultural iconic TV shows in black culture. Oh, absolutely. Um it it resonates with us on so many levels and it like we had what that the white person on the first season? The white girl. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not mad. And and, and, ooh, and we are going off a little bit, but I I'm 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 here for this. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> season one of a different world was terrible. It was. It was bad. The, it was the, the opening show. credits and all. Terrible. Oh yeah. Riri wasn't on her yet. Was she, she wasn't on her yet. Okay. She wasn't on her yet. And 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 I don't think it was terrible because of the white girl. Like I saw a mm-hmm. documentary with Debbie Allen, and she was talking through when she was brought on, Bill was like, do whatever you want. <laughs> Clean house. And she said she came in and was like, she said, what y'all are portraying isn't wrong. She said, but you're missing so many of the things that makes an HBCU. She said, how is this an HBCU and ain't nobody on the yard stepping? She was mm. like, little things like going into the, um, um, not the den, that's Moesha. The pit, <laughs> the pit. The pit, where yeah, they yeah. had. She's like, she's like, little things like she added hot sauce bottles to every table. She's like, mm-hmm. because it's HBCU, and it's true, we got fried chicken Wednesday. It's hot sauce bottles all over the table. And we, <laughs> and we black, we put hot sauce on everything. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So she was like, it was little things like that, like creating mm-hmm. that culture around it. Versus you just got these students navigating college. La, 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 la. She's like, but right. no. She said, because she went to Howard. She's like, that ain't what Howard looked like to me. That ain't what Howard looked like. <laughs> so right. it, I think it was less about the white girl and her dynamic mm-hmm. and more about, you know what I'm saying, them missing the mark on HBCU culture. And I'm going to be honest with you. Love or hate Lisa Bonet, she was not good for the show. She wasn't, she wasn't, she's not a bad actress. Mm-hmm. But I think the show definitely took a turn without her character and her dynamic. Yeah, if we're gonna be honest, oh yeah, definitely. I and I think the 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 weird thing about Lisa Bonet, you would think, because the thing about HBCUs, and again, I did not go to one, but from speaking to all those around me who who have pretty much gone to one, um, you get a mixed bag of all types of black folks. Oh yeah, so, you know. So I would I would think that she would have gone there and kind of flourished in a sense, right? Like as far as I would have maybe found my community, found my tribe, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't think she <laughs> really did that. Um, and like you said, when she flunked out and ended up going back to the the main show, the, uh, the different world like shined. You know, mm-hmm. Willie Gilbert shined. Um, like it, getting rid of her made the show that much better. I mean, because we, I mean, and we can go to other shows, but this is this is like really. The beauty of black television, right? Because mm-hmm. you can be able to see yourself. I went to HBCU, mm-hmm. and you know, they may know anything about Morehouse. It's a part of this cohort 
um, mm. consortium is what we love to call it. Um, <laughs> okay. The AUC, Clark Atlanta and, and, and Spellman, shout out to Morris Brown because they were part of that at one time as well. Um, but you're right. Like the, the deletion uh, or extraction mm-hmm. <laughs> rather of her character I don't think it made it shine. I think it was kind of happenstance that it shined after her. But mm-hmm. I will say, like, her dynamic wasn't missed because mm-hmm. I still think you saw a wide range of every type of HBCU yep. student. Like, you yep. had Dwayne Wayne, who was super smart and worked his way out of, like, the hood, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, you know, Kim, similar background, but kind of like that middle class, like, real strong and strict Whitley who was the rich girl, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? We had plenty of those people. And then, you know, the endowments of my daddy was this and my dad was that. Like, I yep. went to school with, like, a descendant of Martin Luther King. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, now, you know, he didn't live up to the hype, but you know what I'm saying? But, you know, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That thing, you know, we had, you know, Morehouse had all kinds of celebrity children. John David Washington mm-hmm. and um, uh, what's the girl? I, I don't want to call her Rudy, but I, I can't think of her name. <laughs> Um, and we're just talking about the Cosby Show, right? Just talking about the Cosby Show. Um, <laughs> what is her name? Shoot, what is that girl's name? If you wouldn't ask me, I probably would have I known probably, yeah, but if I wasn't trying to do it. But anyway, like she went to Spellman. Hank Aaron's granddaughter went to Spellman. She was like, anyway, so like you had that dynamic. Then you had like the Freddie, the free spirit, the, mm-hmm. the hippie kids, the, or, or mixed race, so to speak. So we had a lot of mixed um, race students who were there trying to find themselves and get more in touch with their black side and then end because if you remember Fred in the beginning was just this hippie. Yeah. She yeah. evolved into this uh-huh. like pro black, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, about the people. And she was always still a hippie like Mother Earth yeah. and the environment, but she, you know, yeah, she really she just, went there. She transitioned from like just love and peace to like Fight about my people. <laughs> Fight yeah. the power, yeah. yeah. But even within that, like, if we really talk about it, right, like, fighting the power is still love and peace. It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love my people, so I want them to live in peace. But I still got to fight this this battle because y'all are oppressing my people. So mm-hmm. um, that was a cool transition yeah. uh, in her character. And, we had, and then we had Dawn, who was the, the student who got an early start, late start in life, but started mm-hmm. over. Like, I went to, I, I, was, I had a class with a guy, and Dawn wasn't this old. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, the guy, yeah, Don was the oldest guy who was in my class, but this guy was like in his 40s, 50s, you know, started over. And he was a Mm -hmm. full-time student. Morehouse does not offer, you know, night classes and things Mm -hmm. like that. Then you had Ron, who was another rich kid, but different kind of rich than Whitley. You know what I'm saying? Because his dad owned a car dealership. So he came from money and was able to, you know what I'm saying, when they got the apartment, that was Ron's money for him, Mm -hmm. Dwayne. You know, and they were super different in terms of values. And it just showed these dynamics of all yeah. these, and then you had all these other supporting characters too. Um, you know, the Colonel, who was their math teacher, who was super yep. hard. Mm-hmm. You saw the dynamics of the small classroom. They knew your name. They were checking mm-hmm. on you. Like that stuff that happens at HBCU. The pit with Mr. Gaines, like we, like Miss Gwen from the calf at Morehouse. Like I know we know Miss <laughs> Gwen. You know what I'm saying? Like these are all dynamics, and you can you're able to see yourself. Or see something to aspire to, like all yep. these beautiful, smart black folk mm-hmm. going to school, but having fun, dealing mm-hmm. with dating, dealing mm-hmm. with. And I felt like sometimes we thought they were older, but when the show ended, I think Dwayne and Whitley were only like two or three years removed from co- from their senior year, which mm-hmm. would have made them like 23, 24, which happens, right? I got married at, 20, at 23. Yeah, so I got like, married at 24. Yeah, yeah. So, it, like, so that's real. I had just graduated college the year before. So that's real. Like, it was all mm-hmm. so real. 
in real life. Um, and that's why I think black television is so important, particularly it was for us because we were able to grow up with all these iconic shows. And then there was oh, this, that was kind of like this weird dead <clears throat> period where mm-hmm. we had like these kind of B-list kind of shows that came out. <laughs> and then there was kind of nothing on TV for a while. Then Girlfriends came. Uh-huh. And then The Game. And then it died again. And then Blackish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then Blackish. Yeah, well, came. Blackish is really like the Cosby show 2.0. Exactly. And then in between there, we had a few things like they were like on cable, like um Soul Food the series, which I know I should not have been watching, but I watched it with my with my parents. <laughs> I can't say I've seen probably two episodes of Soul Food the series. I haven't seen it in a while, but the entire series. I love really? those girls. <laughs> and that, that <laughs> oh, Rockman Dunbar and the, the other Vanessa Williams, all mm-hmm. of them. Oh, oh Nicole Terry. Ari Parker was on there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, that's a, that's a, that's a character. Right? <laughs> Nicole Ari Parker, all, and then her husband, that's where they met. Boris Kojo. <laughs> oh, all okay. the things. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had those. And like today, we have our network shows like Power and Secure mm-hmm. and. Um, what else is out there that's on network? Uh, I mean, none network like the premium. Um, what is that? P Valley and oh, the Shy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know all these different types of things, <clears throat> right? So black television is ubiquitous and it is everywhere today. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you this, Brian. Let's let's before. So now that we've kind of let me ask you this, but I'm gonna tell you anything. <laughs> now <laughs> okay. we've kind of like went through like all of that. Like for you, what constitutes like if, if there was a show coming out today, what would make you look at it and say, "That's this is a black show"? Is Ooh, it just a just leading a, character? Because like, does, is Scandal technically a black show? And okay, so let's let's talk about that. Let's break that down. So this is think about okay. So and I think we, you and I have kind of had a conversation about this in before um, about Shonda Rhimes shows. Right, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, Scandal. Now, Grey's Anatomy ain't black. With, how to get away with murder. <clears throat> so, there, this is, is the showrunner, or at one point, and the director writer is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, Grey's Anatomy, it they had a lot of prominent black folks. Yeah, they since dwindled down to where you know the there are still some black people on there. But it's more of a multicultural show. I, mm-hmm. I would agree with. That. Ain't the lead character white? The, yeah, Gray. Her name is uh, Gray. So I don't watch Gray's Anatomy. Oh yeah. That's oh, the, that's so the yeah. One so, Shonda show I didn't get into. Oh yeah. So and it's and it's been on TV forever. But like um, twenty seasons. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a long time. And it'd be like twenty two episodes a season. So if you try to start now, you would take your whole year to even finish yeah. the show, if you, even Dis- if you've been watched. Disinterested. Um, so I would disqualify that as a black show. Um. Let's think about Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. You have black leads, like mm. black leading women, but the rest of the cast, for the most part, is multicultural or, or probably predominantly white. That's um, true, because I think Scandal only had um, Columbus Short, and then when he got his little, little thing, yeah, he And then they brought the other black dude in at one point, but, and, and then her daddy. Yeah, but, Papa, but that's it. It's like three, four people. Right, but I, was, I wouldn't consider that a black show, though. I, I black would. leads, definitely. Black leads. Um, same thing. How to go with murder? Viola I, and and my girl, uh, you know, Aja Naomi. <laughs> yeah, if I think if you have a predominantly, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a predominantly black cast, like you know, a show that you know, I gave it. It was good to begin with. I'm not say good with, but it had a good start. Empire was 
a predominantly black cast. Um, black they didn't really leads. have a good start. It would be just captivated by all the things. Think, I was, I was at the first season because I, you know, when they showed them the reruns on BET, I'd be like, "What were we watching?" Man, I ain't seen that one rerun. I don't think I've seen another episode twice. I don't. I kind of don't want to. Me, I don't want. But to. But what happens is BET, you know, they'll pick up some of their stuff in syndication. Oh and yeah, you know, I go to sleep to like. Martin playing in the background or something, and wake up, <laughs> and they randomly playing Empire at nine a.m. and I'm, a, I'm like, I remember the episode, and it'll be one that I watched. Drip like, drop, drippity drippity drop. <laughs> I think at some point we we watched Empire for like two seasons, and then I think and it at was one just point, like, bro, we were like, we can't do this no more. So we're, we're I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly where I left off when um that oldest brother wife got shot in the house. Yep. And that's that's, in that we, season, and when they came back, and she was a ghost, I was like, "Yep, this soap opera right here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't have time I, for. I think that's us. I think we 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 cut it in like the middle of the season. I think that Me was too, that same like, season because I, I tried to, keep, and I think they probably went on a midwinter finale or something. I was like, "Yep, nah, I'm not coming man. back with you." We we're not doing that. So mm-hmm. we we got rid of that. So I would say, so using that as an example, I think a black show is a predominantly black cast. Okay. So, so like our new, like so, you know, like Blackish and Insecure and oh yeah, those the shy and all those, they are, you know, they are black shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that give, and that's that's interesting too, right? Because like we we always revere girlfriends, but Kelsey Grammer was the EP, yeah, of girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know, created by Mara Brockakiel. So I mean, so it still has creative roots in blackness mm-hmm. but like you know what I'm saying that was you know a white EP on that show who cha- who was one of the champions behind it right and we don't he, we not giving him the no savior complex around here but it is to say though right you know what I'm saying that some of our black shows are still backed by white execs and we know this um, yeah. but you know I, I think that's a super important point while we want to support our black community in television and their mm-hmm. and their work, I think it is clear to say, like, we could nominate Kerry Washington for the NAACP Awards. Right. But the scandal had the right to really win against the shy as the best drama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. And that's a that's really a valid question, right? Like, are we really supporting the black show? Like, I, I, right, that's a great question. If you is, are you supporting the black show? Even though I had to go with murder again, it's not a black show. So we we support Viola. We give her all the flowers, and and Cicely Tyson that was on there. But God rest her soul. Oh, <laughs> um, but <clears throat> that's really a valid question. But even let's let's take another step further. Like, okay, another back, the the nineties black shows they didn't oftentimes. Bill Cosby had to fight for black writers. True. So, and I'm sure we can probably go through some of these black shows, and I would love to kind of do a, a dumpster dive in them um, to see who the writers were. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure they were white folks writing for Family Matters. I'm sure. Well, well, I don't, I don't know that you, I don't know that you, have, I don't know that you have to assume that, <laughs> Bruh, They had probably like what one, maybe two woke episodes. I think they had one about gender. And, and the police episode, yeah, when but Eddie got beat up or something, <clears throat> yeah, oh, gang, that was a gang episode. But I think that was a gang. That one. But then the other one when he got pulled over, I think too was yeah, that was like maybe three. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe there might have been a black person in the writing room that episode. But other than that, with uh, Spruce Juice or um, the the, the Steve Stephon Stephon Arkell, thing 
and and the Bruce Lee when they went weird and they started doing time travel, brother. When they all went to Paris on that little on that hoverboard, bruh. <laughs> white folks, white folks in that white room. They turned that on room. that mic. They turned on that microwave and went to Paris, and I was like, <laughs> "Child, if, I'm like, if you don't get this minute rice off of this television show, and <laughs> and then when they changed out Harry in the last season, they said they we said we want to be like Fresh Prince so bad." And get his light skin work. mama. It, it didn't even work. Because it, it was the original it was so Harriet Winslow had a black mama sass and thing she about did. you know the show wasn't all that great, but Harriet Winslow was a treat, right? <laughs> and, and this thing about this though, too, I, what I used to love is, is is Mother Winslow. That's a like I think there had to been a black person involved at some point. Because mm-hmm. ain't no who's calling you know black people or black older women mother like other than black folks, <laughs> other than black folks. <laughs> That like, especially that ain't no church mother. That's just what you. That's just what you right. call. Her. Just Mother Winslow. Because my, my, my mama called my grandma mother. <laughs> <laughs> she say Mother Dilly. <laughs> so I, I, other than that, but yeah, that was that was show with white. So I think, um, I think there. I, we're all way off topic. I don't even know where the topic is at this point. Hey, we're uh, talking about black TV. Black TV. We, right. we having fun. This ain't structure. Right. Listen. <laughs> So, Listen, puzzle pieces. Take us, take us as we are. <laughs> this, this is who we are. This we had these conversations are. just like this. this. This is what the living room about. It's just sitting it here is. talking. We talk. <laughs> I, I do believe that there were black writers and living single, though. Oh, absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly believe. Absolutely. Now, there have been rumors about how they were treated from top execs, kind of mm-hmm. gave insight to why. The, and this is why. Okay. So we talked to some. Who you gave me my living? Because you know I love, you know I love. I know your favorite show. You know I love those girls. I love those <laughs> in the '90s kind of world. <sighs> okay, um, so just like with Different World, season one uh-huh. was piss poor. Season five <laughs> of Living Single was bad, and I think it was because they. I think me and you have talked about this kind of with the mm-hmm. shy our critique of um, what's our girl. Who writes the who Lena, Lena, Lena. Lena. Our critique yep. was like, was it in between seasons two and three? Yes. There's just a drop off of the story. And that was kind of the thing. Like, so season four ends with um, what was the original point I was making? Original point was like, there was some, you said white writers in Living Single? Was yes. that the point you made? Yes. And I think that carried over to the executives because this was the larger point before I got lost in all of that circle <laughs> was that it gave insight to why um, Kyle and Regine eventually left mm-hmm. the show in the final season. But what makes that problematic is not that they left the show uh, for whatever reasons because we saw Tony leave Girlfriends because she mm-hmm. wanted to pursue other things or wanted right. more money, whatever it was, right? So we saw that shows because Girlfriends went on for like another three seasons or something <laughs> without Tony. And it didn't, like, it, I think the first season I heard kind of, you missed it, but it once you got used to her not being there, it kept rolling. And, right, right, right. But that just speaks to the beauty, right, of that show. Now, it did end prematurely because UPN, the ghetto of network, <laughs> networks. <laughs> underpaid Negroes. It, yeah, yeah, the underpaid black folks said, listen, writer strike. Right. And it and unlike the game, which actually went to hell when it went to BET, it didn't yeah. get it didn't get picked up. And I'm kind of glad that it didn't get picked up by BET, but that's a whole nother story. Bringing mm. it back to living single. Right. Um, I think continuity um mm. sometimes mm. becomes it's is the critique with some of our shows. Right, right. Um, and I think it's because, and I'm not a writer, but I do think sometimes writers and the actors 
especially back in the 90s, I think they tried so hard to present the different layers of blackness. Right, that right. there was so much that they tried to fit in or because we didn't get the, you know, the Cosby show was uh, an anomaly in terms right. of being like on all of these different seasons mm-hmm. for 22 some episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like Living Sing was only five episodes. I think um, five seasons. Different World was five to six seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these other, like some of our other shows that have been come back, you're talking about three, four seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching Half and Half, Ben Jeanette. When season four came, that joke was just over. Like it didn't end. <laughs> it didn't was a good show. I like end. Half and Half. It was pretty good, right? But like specifically with Living Single, though, going back to that, season five was bad because season four ends with Kyle and, uh, not Kyle, uh, Overton and, um, Sinclair. Sinclair getting married, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, in the end of that, Kyle is telling Max that I'm going to London. I got the job, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. She decides not to go. That's how he mm-hmm. leaves. Mm-hmm. Cool. But right. and then now all of a sudden, Sinclair moves downstairs because she's mm-hmm. married. So, of course. And Khadija's looking for a new roommate. Cool. Mm-hmm. Insert trip. I can do. Ira. <laughs> Now, I'm not mad that they brought him in, but he was allegedly a long-term friend of Russell's that we had never seen before. (laughs) And all of a sudden, Russell is really good friends with Overton, and they never hung out, never talked outside of when he he popped up to their house, and that was only for work events. Mm. It was just so disconnected. And we still don't know I was about to ask how you. Sinclair how? and Khadijah are cousins. We don't know. <laughs> we do. And and they are like supposedly first they cousins. They're supposedly they first cousins and grew up together. Now. Maybe they like play cousins. No, maybe no, because they talk about all the times where they did this and see because there's a few episodes. Specifically the episode when Khadijah's grandma come live with them or stay with mm-hmm. them for a night. Mm-hmm. And what made it a thing was is that her Khadija's grandma is not Sinclair's grandma. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so that would mean that their dads mm-hmm. are brothers. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. Because if you know, if her mama was her auntie, her mama and her dad, or her mama and her brother, then that's your aunt, that's your that's your nana. Mm-hmm. So that would insinuate that their dads are brothers. Mm-hmm. Right? So so in later on in that conversation, when um Khadija was like, Well, your grandmother died, you know, she was, you know, so they would have separate grandmothers. Mm-hmm. But in some regard, they would have this, they would still be, that would have been one of Khadija's other grandmothers. Right. But she kept referring to them as your nana, your grandmother. And then when Khadija's dad came in town, she didn't call him, she called him Uncle Eddie, but when they got married, Uncle Eddie didn't even come. So if that was your brother's, that was your father's brother, he would have been at the wedding. There was so many gaps <laughs> in determining. <laughs> but 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 those were small gaps, right? I don't right. think people like I love the show and I've literally watched it every episode probably a hundred times. So I've I'm now picking up on random stuff. Um, but anyway, let me get off my soapbox. I can go I can dissect living single <laughs> for hours. Brian, yeah. I'm gonna do a game with you. Okay. And I'm going to call out a black television show. Okay. Let's have some fun with this now. All right, let's do it. We've talked about enough series. We, we ain't talking about as much serious stuff as we could. Okay. <laughs> but I think we've given them enough. This is supposed to be fun. 
Okay. We, we ain't supposed to be extra black Josh and Brian tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to call out a television show. Okay. And I want you to rate it one through 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> no thoughts. The first number come to your head. Don't think right. about and, it. And there's, and there's no criteria on what, it's no just criteria. what I feel about it. What okay. you feel. Okay. I'm one do being the, the worst, 10 being the greatest. One being the worst, 10 being the greatest. It's almost like Terrell Grice's, you know, song association. Got it. Okay. okay. So I just need you to rate this, rate this show. Okay. I'm going to do a mixture of sitcoms and television dramedies and all that good stuff. You ready? Ready. Moesha. Ooh, seven. Blackish. Eight. Boondocks. Ooh. I'm going to go nine. Dear White People. Netflix, Dear White uh, Seven. Everybody Hates Chris. Six. I don't like that show. <laughs> House of Pain. Two. <laughs> Two. The Jamie Foxx Show. Ooh. Six. Greenleaf. Listen, I got on Greenleaf at, at the end. <laughs> oh, and I have a love-hate relationship with Greenleaf. because I, I was a good show. It was juicy, but I hated it. You're thinking it too hard, Reverend. I need a rating. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, six. I'm gonna give it six. Good times. Six. Oh my god. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> the Parkers. Four. Oh, okay. Um, the Bernie Mac Show. Six. One on one. Five. <laughs> the Steve Harvey Show. Five. In Living Color. Eight. I'm going to go eight. My Wife and Kids. Eight. I actually like that show. Sister, Sister. Seven. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Six. Um, Queen Sugar. Oh, that's a really good show. Uh, I'll put that eight. Queen Sugar is a good show. Um, Sanford and Son. Eight. I really like Sanford and Son. Power. Nine. Power's a really good show. Okay. All American. <laughs> Nigga, I oh uh, bro. <laughs> Another situation where I can't tell if I like it or not. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go seven. Grownish. Eight. I actually like going. I'm gonna say eight. I like grownish a lot. Mixedish. I'm going to give about eight. I enjoy mixtures, too. I enjoy the issues. <laughs> P-Valley. Oh, I'm at a nine. <laughs> I love some P-Valley. I love some P-Valley. You haven't given one 10. I haven't given one Are 10. Are you yet. reserving it for the Cosby There's show? 10. That's <laughs> <laughs> Only certain shows we get, get a 10. Like, yeah, 10. Okay. Show. I'm going to do two more. Okay. Um, <laughs> the the Ways Brothers. <laughs> I'm gonna give it eight. I like I like the Wayne Brothers. Ooh, okay. And I'm gonna throw <laughs> one more one more classic in there. Okay, the Jeffersons. Ooh, eight. Yeah, eight. Okay. I'm gonna give out Jeffersons eight. And this has been <laughs> <laughs> rate that television show Black Edition. So, so okay, so you 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 kind of jumped when I said I gave what I gave Good Times. I gave it a six. You or gave seven. it a six. 
I'll probably give it a seven. You gave but, it, no, no, no. The, the game is the first thing that comes to your mind. What would you have given good times? Oh, like an eight and a half. Really? Okay. It's in my it it teeters between it's if it teeters, it's always either my four, five, or six, and I'm talking about my top five shows. Mm-hmm. And I just it just depends on how I'm feeling. Um, so I I had always heard of good times, but of course it wasn't in syndication at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nick at Night was I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. You know, we were growing up, it was I Love Lucy. It was like old shows. Right, right, right. Um, not this stuff like I, you know, Nick at Night now, old shows is Friends and George right. Lopez and stuff like that. <laughs> but it was like I Love Lucy and Mary Tyler Moore mm-hmm. and Three's Company. Like <laughs> I used to like when cartoons went off that's all we had to watch at my grandma's house because that was literally what was on tv i know that ages right, us right. but right it's just what it, and then cartoon network was so inappropriate my, my parents didn't let me watch this stuff right especially right. not at night oh and, and some of their night. daytime cartoons was like Eddie and eddie was weird cow and yeah. chicken <laughs> yeah weird. weird so anyway um i remember barbershop black mm-hmm. barbershop my barber was black black like S, you know, incense and dreads and African posters and Bob Marley paraphernalia. Every okay. Saturday type of black. And one day he came to the shop with the box set of Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> and my barber shop was so black that we used to spend hours. Okay. No exaggeration, like mm-hmm. four hours in the barbershop. Walk-ins okay. only, 12 people in front of you. <laughs> you just gotta wait because that's your spot in line. Like, I mean, my okay. dad would literally be able to go get a whole lunch. Run a few errands, come back, and still wait another hour before it was that time. So anyway, one time during that four-hour stint, remember they put that box set in, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dad, why didn't you expose me to this? The greatness that is these these these, these poor black people." <laughs> and it, but I, and I know they struggled, like right, and it was like there were very few good times on Good Times, but. <laughs> It was just so great. And I know we can talk through some of the toxic moments of like James and things like Mm -hmm. that. But I do think it was really representative of black families, particularly in the 70s. Like that type of family. Let me not say all families, right? Because we also had the Jeffersons and things like that that were on at similar times. But Mm -hmm. when you think about Chicago, Mm -hmm. the the hood, right? You think about systematic racism and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like they were- Green Green, you were in the projects. Exactly. Yeah. That was a solid, and a family that was really scratching and surviving, working their way up, wanting to get out the hood. Like, you had the really smart son, you had the pretty daughter, you had the artistic, and like, and how they eventually embraced all their differences, and mm-hmm. like, all of the things, and you even saw like, even, I think, beyond this time, the development of James. Mm-hmm. Right? He went from being super hyper-masculine to like, alright, Florida, if you want to work, let's, like, he didn't like it, but then like, when she explained, I need this for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was all these different types of things. And even how they used to clown J.J.'s work, but really Mm -hmm. looked at stuff like, no, this dude can really, like, he may not be good in school, but that's because he's more of an artist. You know what I'm saying? So, And then even the Walona character, like, the best friend. And, like, it was, it was... Like my mom has a, like her best friend, her best friend still, and I don't. I want to say that they was Florida and Walona, but I could see that, and you know what I'm saying in my life. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. those two women who were cool, who always hung out, yep, who was at each other's house, who was kicking it all the time, and blah 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 blah. Um, and so you can like so even though that was based in the '70s, I could see that dynamic. I had two sisters, they had two brothers, but like three children in the household, right. all those different types of things. Um, like. 
we had two bathrooms growing up, like the, my parents' master and then the, but fighting for the bathroom, like mm-hmm. with my two sons, like all of the things, like I didn't grow up in the projects, but it was so much still relatable content, yep. uh, so much relatable content. Like I didn't grow up, I grew up with, you know, you know, a little bit more fortunate than that family, but my grandma mm-hmm. would cook turnip greens, fatback and cornbread as a dinner. Mm. Not because that's all she had, because that's just what she was cooking. And my grandma, right, you know, right. was born in the 20s. So, mm-hmm. like, even though that was their meal, their struggle meal, quote unquote, like that was still a meal for, for me at one point. Because <laughs> right. I was, you know, you know, partly raised by a very older black woman. Um, so I don't know. Good time just hits home. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, bro, that the theme song, I put that on my ringtone. You know when ringtone was the thing. Oh, yeah. It was my ringtone and everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like, I, And I get how some people, because my older sister doesn't like it. She said it's depressing. Like She said she said, she said they do not have any good times. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, I, but I think that the, the funny thing about the show, and, and to that point, it's, it's kind of a, just how like – we kind of said like the diff- a different world is like a, 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 a iconic show within black culture. Mm-hmm. Good times is based off of that thought process from Shawnee uh, saying that they didn't have any good times, but even within the bad times, it was still was funny. Yes. Like, and that's how black people are. Like even when times aren't good, we still find a way for things to be funny, to, to, mm-hmm. to love, to laugh. Um, and even when it comes to James character and even giving him grace to the fact of like, I think he even said in some episodes, like, this is how he was raised. He was raised that way and, and trying to be tough. And, he, and really, James, I think, came from a, a good place. He just didn't know what he, he was doing. He didn't know any as, better. Yeah, he didn't know any better. He came from a good place. He loved his, his yeah. children. He worked hard for his children. Um, he loved his wife. He worked hard for his wife. Um, he wasn't afraid of anyone. He stood up to the gang members and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, so, like... Good times to me was is a good show. Like if you put a good times on right now, I'll I'll watch it. Oh like, yeah. And, and I would enjoy it and I would laugh. Asha hates that I watch it, but I will watch it and enjoy it and and and, and go through it. So I think we can almost wrap up. Okay. But there's a few things. One thing in particular I want to talk about. It's a little bit more serious. Okay. The extra stupid character. Yes, and, and we can let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I think it's a little bit more problematic for me in black television. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not gonna go into like the depth of minstrel shows and all of those type of characters, but I do think it is worth noting that particularly. So, so, so let's let's take Friends, one of the whitest shows of all time. Right. We can even look at Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Kramer. Was Kramer from mm-hmm. season one, episode one to the season finale, right? Or series finale? Friends, Joey and Phoebe were just as stupid. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode one to the series finale, right? In most black shows, at least, especially those of the past, there's a strong progression of stupidity. AKA Kim Junior Parker. Kyle. Junior Cow. But more specifically, Kim Parker. Oh, yeah. Moesha, she wasn't dumb. She was the around away girl. Like she was, you know, the cheerleader, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was that. She slowly started developing into like this kind of the the the, the not so smart one. And then when mm-hmm. she got her own show, 
It was like, did, did they did they literally ooze her brain out of her ears? Yeah, like, she got progressive. It, I mean, bro, it was it was, and that's my beef with the Parkers. Like, it was it was funny because number one, love or hate Monique. Monique is hilarious. Mm-hmm. She was hilarious. She is. She was funny. But what show. made me like kind of irritated was like Kim was too stupid. Yep. I, I remember one particular thing where they said, "You got some up your sleeve." You know, we know what that means. This helpful started looking up her sleeves. Oof. And it was, <laughs> that's not even funny. And it was not funny. It was just like it was so not funny that it was funny. Like, I can't believe. And but but just to go back to Moesha, you mm-hmm. know, season one, season two, like that girl was. Does that Kim is nowhere near the Kim? You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. that that she eventually became. To your point, Junior Kyle. Yeah, he was a little quirky and weird, but that's all. He was a little quirky. He became stupid. Yeah. Hillary, Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. went from, you know, the kind of blonde, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, Cali girl to like the dumb, the mm-hmm. dumb blonde. Like not even common sense, like. And was a whole weather girl. Like, how do you even merge the two? Right. That that lack of intellect with that very intellectual meteorologist type work. Right. Um, Geraldo Faldo on Family Matters went from being the goofy friend. Mm-hmm. Stupid, imbecile. What's the yeah. what's 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 my guy on uh, Martin? Cole. Uh, Cole. Same. Spoons. Goofy, goofy friend to <laughs> to random spoons. <laughs> random spoons. And then at the end, had a girlfriend who was dumber than him. <laughs> Listen, I mean, how? Dumb. How? And the, and 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 this is why I love. Uh, this is why I think. The trinity of shows for me <laughs> are Cosby Show, Living Single, Different World, because they had their characters. But like Sinclair was always in the clouds. She was mm-hmm. ditzy. She wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. She had she this kind naive. of innocence. She was exactly. And yeah. Overton was like the the country dude. Country. From, yeah, like I'm from like the backwoods Ohio. You know, what I'm saying I'm a you know I'm a handyman, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Dumb. He just wasn't suave and slick, but he wasn't mm-hmm. dumb. He wasn't. Um, the same thing about the Cosby Show. Theo was that character, but he eventually turned into this like intellectual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think Elvin was probably the most out of whack, but he was more sexist and misogynist than right. he was like dumb. Mm-hmm. And even when they brought in Erica Alexander, aka Maxine Shaw, you know the girl from the hood, she still wasn't dumb. Dif- she was just ghetto, but then she went to college and everything. Like yeah. she was like, that's it. She was. She just came from the hood. She was just different than that very upper middle class rich family that the Huxables were. And then mm-hmm. with a different world, no dumb characters. Like Freddie was just, you know, she was the hippie. But mm-hmm. that's it. And uh, Whitley was a little oblivious to society, but that was like, she wasn't stupid. Nobody was stupid. Nah. No, and, no, I, and, no, I, no. and I guess, Brian, like, what what purpose did those characters and that that evolution from... Because I think we all have the, the one friend somewhere in our circle who's the kind of out of touch, I'm going to say one. Right. But I don't think none of us have a a Kim Parker nah, type I, person. Nah, I, it's funny because we know some people that'd be like, 
Uh, I'm not gonna say nothing on this podcast. <laughs> Me either. I mean, because I got some people in my brain too, but I'm like, but they're still not that. But they're not. They're not. Dumb. They have moments where it's like, where we're looking like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know anybody that's 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 just dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, just lacked any type of common sense, any type of just. You but know, where's the just, fight? I guess where's the fight for their intellectualism and their humanity? Because to me, that's a slap in the face of their humanity. Mm-hmm. Like even JJ on different, like on you love him or hate him, he was a little like he was out there, but he still wasn't so far that it was like you couldn't like because like Kim Parker, bro, I could barely take it. Yeah, I, I couldn't take Junior Kyle. Like that oh. was the one. I think that's why I brought him up because it was just the the earlier seasons. He was he was intelligent. He was street. Smart to a certain degree, as yeah. far as not not street smart, but like he was he wasn't book smart, but he was at least like he can come up with schemes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he was that. I mean, everybody knows that kid. They may not be an A student, but they you know they're a solid person. Yeah, but, they're good, you know, yeah. like you said at the end, by the end of the show, he was just like didn't know his left from his right. Like it was just step and fetch. Like you know, sleep and eat. Blacks, you know, it was like that, yeah. you know, blackface almost type of, of character. Mm-hmm. And and I don't really think let's let's look at blackish. There's really even like who is the gonna be considered the dumb character, but he's not dumb. Is Jack the younger yeah. twin. Yeah, he's like the dumb character, but it's really just based off of if you compare him and his twin sister. She's just really intelligent. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know I, and I think he's more naive than anything else, too, because he's also a preteen. So he's growing. He's learning. He's discovering himself. Because I just watched the most recent episode this week, and they made a joke about, you know, um, I would. I think Rainbow said something like, I would like you a latte. Oh, I would like that a latte, because she had coffee. And mm-hmm. he was like, a latte? A latte. Ah. That's actually pre- and that was his conclusion versus, like, if right. it was Kim Parker... A lot, you know, it would have been something she would have never got stupid. it. She would have oh, never, yeah. and it would, and it went, and her conclusion would have been something so off base. So mm-hmm. you're right, Jack may, Jack may be that character, but he's still not. He's not them. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and, and honestly, the, I will say that the good thing is the, the blessing of it all is now that I feel like a lot of black folks are in control of our stories, um, and they're not really sitcom. Like, they're not really. Like even though Kenya Bear has kind of talked about him having some issues with the with the network, you can still feel that he has a good level of creative control, um, and, and not even him, but also like the the, the stars of the show. Like yeah. now, the actors and actresses now have way more, um, somewhat control of the show because now they're EPs and stuff I'm about like to say, yeah, that. Yeah, because they're executive producing a lot of these shows, so they're not gonna let just you know stupidity fly anymore. So I, I will say, you know, and I know this is again, it's just off topic, but transitioning a little bit. I think now you see a completely different type of black sitcom, black TV shows in general. You're seeing more growth in, in duality of characters. Yeah. But you're not seeing, you're not seeing just like, just the blatant stupidity and like, you're just not seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like even in, in comedic shows, like Insecure, which is a funny show. Funny. Like, they are, they are, it's funny, intelligent people. Yes. Kelly's character. She's a whole accountant. 
but she is freaking she will say anything she will right. do anything and and how many people do we know like that are you know corporate america but that are just the funniest people on earth yeah you know absolutely like um so i think that was great you don't have to be dumb to be funny yes 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 which is why you gave house of pain a two yeah, and i yeah, think yeah. that was too high but that's your business. That's your business. Okay. You ready? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to wrap it up this way. I think we've talked about our top five mm-hmm. before. So we're going to revisit that. But we're going to make it a little bit harder. Top 10 black, not just sitcoms, television shows of all time. Television shows, top 10 television shows of all Considering time. Considering the operational definition we gave earlier of what is black. So, top 10 of all time. We can go back and forth on this. And this top needs 10. to be in order. Not No, you can't say this is in no particular order. No, this okay, is your, so, so starting at number 10. Number 10 as in... Oh, let's start at number one because I think that'll be easier. Yeah, that might be much easier. Because <laughs> okay. number one, it, to me, it's, a, it's consensus. It's just not even close. Number one for you is The Cosby Show. Yes. Number one for me is Living Single. Okay. Okay. Let me let me let me let me let me take a tap. Cause, right. Because because what's going to happen is, I think some of yours are going. Let me put that down. All right. So we got. So we I got said Cosby. I got Cosby Show number one. Let me put Brian Josh. <laughs> okay. You got Cosby Show. I got Living Single. All right. Number two. Uh, Fresh Prince. Okay. Fresh Prince. I got Different World. Ooh. Okay. Three. Uh, I'm going to go Living Single, number three. Okay. I'm going to go Fresh Prince. Okay. All right. Four. Um, And I'm going to do this one. This is for the culture. Okay. In Living Color. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go Cosby. Four? Four. Wow. <laughs> well, I remember um, I had already made the three. You're gonna go no, you could have been more fit. I could have put it at six. <laughs> okay, so I got Cosby, Fresh Prince, Living Single, and Living Color. I'm gonna put a different world number five. Okay. I'm gonna put Ooh. Today it's gonna be girlfriends. Mm. Yep. Number six. <laughs> I'm going to go Insecure. Ooh. And we're talking about just black shows black in general. Black shows in general. I'm going right. to I'm gonna match you and go Insecure. <laughs> go insecure. Right. And I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some black dramas. Oh, I got one. Okay. Uh, Number seven. It's too Power. That high. Oh. Power was a... I think about this. Power show. was a good show. Like, the writing on Power was, was really good. And the 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 playbook whatever they got going on right now like it's that good Courtney too. Kemp she's 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 a force give her her flowers that give her all the flowers is, that is is just good um number seven wow let me see let me see a different world first friends Cosby girlfriends insecure oh my god you went power I don't I can't I can't do that um. Good times. That's a good one. <clears throat> Eight. 
Eight. Ooh. There's only have two spots left. <laughs> but three. A, eight, nine, and, and ten. Eight. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do Martin. I'm gonna do Martin. Martin's okay. gonna be top ten. Martin Martin is top ten. It's for the culture. And I can probably go through episodes. I just laugh. So True. I'm gonna do Martin. Martin there. Okay. Number eight for me. Um I'm going boondocks. Oh, that's a good one. Going boondocks. Number nine. I'm trying to think. Let's see. <laughs> Black <laughs> shows. Black shows. Oh, I'm gonna do Sanford and Son. Ooh. Sanford and Son is a, is a good show. Okay, Sanford and the Son. Okay, number nine. Choose wisely, Joshua. Um, wow. I'm gonna see what social media is saying. I'm gonna say Soul Food the series because I. We used to rush home from Bible study to watch that thing. <laughs> Y'all went from, from Bible study to watch Soul Food. It came on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yes. See them having sex. Listen, no matter. We'd be eating our late dinner and right there. <laughs> and I'd be going to <laughs> my bedtime right after. All right. Number 10, your last spot. Last spot. Let me see what the what the interwebs were saying as far as the social media. See if they said anything that I would probably put in the top 10. And I don't think so. Um, because Moesha is not in my top ten. I'm not, not doing that. Ed. It's not. It's oh. not. <laughs> nah. Mm. And I feel like we we talked about this with Scott. And we talked about TV shows. We did. And I want to say I said something. But we top only went 10. to five with Scott. We only went to five, but I, I I I have. What is the the ten has to be? Like a boom. Put it there. Black shows. Oh, a black show. It has to be the the nail. Um, now I will say P Valley, even though it's a good show. I feel like we'll be living in the moment. I say P Valley. It's as of today. And the shy had purpose. It uh, had promise, but it just fell. Through. It fell. I don't think it makes a top ten list. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Uh, what would the, you do for the culture? I'm gonna say ba, ba, da, ba, da, good ba. times for the culture. We ain't even talk about two two seven. We ain't talking about two two seven. We ain't talking about two two seven. And I'm gonna say Martin to close out my list. And I think I'm gonna do a retraction and I'm gonna take out Soul with the series and put power. Okay. Now I'm going to give this caveat. I don't know about Brian, but okay. Maybe six through ten is really interchangeable to kind of move up or down and off my list, like Power and Soul Food the series. And like Martin could easily at some point be number seven for me, and not number yeah. ten. The the funny thing about the, my list, I think though, <laughs> even with Martin being number like nine, there are some days I could be like, you know, I want to watch Martin and just. And I'll just watch it. And I would just watch Martin, like for real. Like, and I will say, even looking at my list, and just looking at the other than like to me, none of the shows are the same. No. Right? Even though a different world is a spinoff of the Cosby show, it's not the same show. It's not even similar. The greatest similarities are living single girlfriends and insecure. 
Right. Because if you look at Insecure, it's really a spinoff. Uh, not spinoff, but it's a derivative. That would be a good word. Yeah, I think so. And then even uh, girlfriends, girlfriends is kind of like a for these four women in their 20s, you know, yeah. from living, you know, living I mean, yeah, it's just like California, New York, so some different dynamics, but kind of like right. at the cusp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar premises. Yeah. But other than that, like, there's really maybe Sanford and Son, uh, Good Times, both poor yeah. black folks. I threw a cartoon in there with Boondocks. You and threw then Boondocks was a good one. I think that was, that's, yeah. that's another show for the culture. Yeah. Our Family is another show for the culture. Yeah, you threw Living Color in there. That's a sketch comedy, you know? Yeah, and and let's, let's it, we didn't even, I don't know if we even have time to really talk about how important to the culture Living Single is. Not Living Single, but Living Color is based yeah. off of Oh, absolutely. A, a black show. That launched a freaking Jim Carrey. <laughs> we, can, we can go down the list of all the people that yeah. were Jamie Foxx. But I'm um, talking about specifically like this black show gave you this white man. Oh, this white person. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> right. Like a, a black show that gave a white dude an opportunity that no one else would have gave him. Nobody. Like knows. he interviewed an, an audition for SNL and everything. They did not like him. They did not want him. He gets on In Living Color and blows up. I think there were maybe two white people on that show. Mm-hmm. And he just blew up and, you know, became this massive movie star. Like, Can I throw something out here real quick? Th- it's not it about there. black TV. Okay. Mad TV was so much better than SNL. Better than SNL, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Okay, so. Bro, I would watch Mad TV over Saturday Night Live. It depends, night. On the, it depends on the time Okay, so early two thousands ish Saturday Night Live was funny. Like we had Will Ferrell and all that that group of people. Bruh. I I loved, I loved SNL at that time. Bruh. Mad TV. Uh, oh, he looking like a man, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, Key and Peele is from from uh, Mad TV. The was I, I I was just listening to some. I just watched an interview about this woman, the black woman who played the Whitney Houston character, and um. I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I don't know. Who, I can't, I don't know I her can't remember her name. But anyway, because it was like some, they, somebody talked about her and Kim Wayans and how they don't get enough credit as black women comedians, specifically in the sketch comedy world, or how they kind of made it mm-hmm. possible for the mm-hmm. Leslie Jones and some of the other people. But I, I think her name was Deborah something. But anyway, like, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But we're not, we're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like, uh, bro, and we didn't talk about like 227. Funny. Right. Great show, Jack A. Harris. Sister, sister was a good show. I'm pretty. And what's gonna probably kill me is I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to this, and I'm gonna think. And we're smiling. Hit me up, like y'all ain't mentioned this show. Y'all didn't mention this show. I'm, you didn't mention that. You know. But I will say this: Hang on, Mr. Cooper ain't like nowhere near this list. But mm-mm. I've been rewatching it just to like pass time on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Bro, that is one of the best intro songs ever, though. Um, with the in vogue in the background, oh, yeah. and then yeah. like oh, yeah. um, Don Richard and Holly Robinson, Pete actually singing the verses. Like I was mm-hmm. like, this is like a real song. Like we talk about living singles, you know, which is an epic song, mm-hmm. reread version of a different epic song. Like the one downfall the Cosby had, like they had great intros, but their music was like 
hurry up and yeah. get to the show. Yeah, um, and they had like different intros for different seasons season. and something. It was just it was they was dancing and looking weird. It was I mean whatever. Yeah, he was trying to educate us on music and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. It was like like Martin had a decent one, but it was just like Martin Lawrence. But like Hangover, Mr. Cooper, like people they had verses like let me see what mm-hmm. verses and chorus and um, like even girlfriends. It's kind of sappy, but it was a uh, like you know. It was there. My it's an iconic girlfriend, my girlfriend, Angie Stone. <laughs> Come on, Angela. Um, yeah. Iconic songs, though. You know what I'm saying? And I think to me, that's another part. Like even two two seven times are changing every mm-hmm. day. Uh-huh. People get by with their same old way. Mm-hmm. Living together, we'll make it right with love. Uh, 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 and, and no, we can find us. No, no place, place like, like home. home. Boom, boom. Boom. When your family's around you, you know you belong. Know that you love. There's no need to roam. Cause there ain't no place like and I believe it. Ain't no place like there ain't no place. Boom, boom, boom. There, there's no place like home. Okay, I mean right. no place, child. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Let's do okay. this. Your don't do this to me, bro. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Sitcom theme song. Oh my! <laughs> and then we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up. Okay, y'all forgive us for today's episode. <laughs> we just in here having fun. Um. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, bro, why would you do this? I guess I threw, and, and, I threw you on the spot with the, 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 the random ranking, so I'll take yep. this. <laughs> Top five. And I'm, I'm going to do this because it's only fair. Okay. And you probably wouldn't put this in your top five or not, but I'm going to take it out because it's just it's too iconic. We're taking out the Fresh Prince theme song. We're just taking that out. Okay. Okay. We're taking that taking out. Taking it out. So let me make an asterisk on my piece of paper. <laughs> No fresh fruits. Okay. So number Man, there's one. some good ones out there. Oh my God. Should, should I sing a couple? Um, just so you can Yeah. Uh fish don't fry in the kitchen. Oh good one. Beans don't burn on the grill. I don't think that's gonna make it though, but okay. that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh um, shout out to Alona from Good Times for actually singing that. <laughs> it's a rare condition this day and age. Terrible show. <laughs> Great song. The good news on the newspaper, newspaper page. <laughs> <laughs> Love a condition that the grand design, some people say, is even oh, harder to we find. We got some good ones out there. Yeah, there must be some magic crew inside ah, this yeah. oh. <laughs> I mean, they were singing. <laughs> when all I so see good. is a tower of dreams. <laughs> Real love, but they're not a every scene. <laughs> Days go by. <laughs> Ooh, that's so good. It's, it feels so good. It does. It feels so good. It feels good. You know what? Mm-hmm. This ain't going to make the show, but Mix This Mariah Carey, it's actually a really good intro song. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. in the mix. Mm-hmm. I actually and like it them. makes sense because she's mixed. And it, it just makes sense. And she actually is in pretty decent voice on that song. <gasps> yeah. You know they had. You know what they had a good song? Who? Amen with Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Oh, <laughs> Bro, that, I forgot about that Amen. That thing is so churchy. <laughs> <laughs> Amen was a funny show. It was a decent show. Um, but, I'm, but that intro thing <laughs> was so. If that that was so appropriate for a church show, <laughs> that thing, it was. That you know the worst one. I'm gonna get to my mm. top five. It's Greenleaf. 
don't even know that. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing was so- Shine like slaves. Mavis Staples, we honor you. But girl, <laughs> that thing was- um, Mo to the- Eater. It was a decent song. It's me. It's, it's me. me. Now I'm realizing realizing my responsibilities. Um, it's me. My best friends are always on my mind. You gotta be down. down. Come on. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, the Parkers actually had a, like, because Kim could sing. We're the Parkers. Dang, mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me get to my list. Top five. Top five. Number one. Oh my God. Good times. It oh, was literally it was literally my ringtone <laughs> when I was a it's teenager. A, it's a good one, though. It's a good one. Scratching um, and surviving. Keeping your head up on water. Making a wave when you can. Temporary good. layoffs. Good, good time. Times. Easy credit ripoff. Good time. Scratching Scr- and surviving. Good time. Hanging in a child line. Good times. Hey, hey, we're lucky we, we, lucky we got them. Boom, 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 boom. Good times, yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. The, the yeah is what the yeah. Oh, okay, good times. Living single. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I- iconic. Um, different world. Oh Re- yeah, Re-re- iconic. Not yeah, the, the not season one and not the boys to me enjoying. Um, you don't need to change some things. Shout but I will say, the boys to me enjoying was actually. Pretty good. Like the hip hop version was actually yeah, it, it, it was pretty bad, good, but it wasn't Riri though. I want a Riri's version. I know my family. I mean, she sang it, didn't she? Sang, <laughs> Jesus, and and it was so appropriate, <laughs> so appropriate. <laughs> I got two more. So that's three. Uh, two two seven. You brought it to me. That's just a good song. That's <laughs> a good song. And I'm stuck between Hang with Mr. Cooper because it's Cooper. It's so good. Hang with my man. He's oh so fly. It's such a good. It's a good. It's a good, it's a good song. Uh, like it didn't match they the show. This is a big rich town. Yeah, not yeah. top five though. I think mm-hmm. that's iconic because the show had become that. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't even like Joe, <laughs> but. <laughs> Wow. There's that. <laughs> you can wow all day. I don't I do I, I've never in my life said, you know what? I'm gonna go play a Joe song. Never. <laughs> like every Joe. time I've ever heard a Joe song, it had happened to come on the radio or I happened to be in a car with someone. I have never deliberately played <laughs> Joseph for anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can have that joke. Um him or Brian McKnight. I just I don't Brian McKnight. Really? I don't. Brian McKnight, especially when he hmm. was trying to tell women how to make their pussy work. I just, uh, sir, <laughs> <laughs> put your eyes back in your face, Brian. I said it. He had a song called I'm going to teach you how to make your pussy work, and it was terrible. I ain't heard that. <laughs> oh, go, thank, go, thank God. Go YouTube that thing. It's so bad. Um, last one. Um, and see, the reason why things like Martin won't make it because like, it doesn't compete in terms of like being a song. No, it doesn't. No, it, it was just it like Martin Lawrence and that's it. And it's just like beats, which is it's a dope beat. But like these other ones, they have like songs. They're songs. And they feel they feel better. Yes. They have songs. Um 
Dang. Um, wow. So, um, shoot, Brian, I'm kind of stuck. Um, it's going to have to be between hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, maybe even the Jeffersons, because it's a song. Mm-hmm. Or, hmm. Those are really my last two. Like, if you took First Prince out, because it definitely would be on my list. If you want to put it in there, you can. I'm just going to throw it at number five because it. I like that over these last two. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's number five, but it's in my top five. So this is in no particular order. (laughs) Good Times Living Single, (laughs) Different Word, 2 to 7, Fresh Prince of Belair. Top five greatest uh, intro songs of all time. I would would agree. Those are some really great songs. All time. And the thing about it is that. Like two two seven is a good show, but I think the song is <laughs> a little bit more iconic than the show. Mm-hmm. Do like like did sister sister have a song like that? Like a song song? Sister sister, sister they did. Point, sister, they had two songs. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had two different theme songs. None of them really hit. Like, yeah. I mean. Y'all, y'all came for sister, sister, but I didn't. It was, it was okay. Uh, I don't care for sister, <laughs> sister. I, I think to me, my biggest thing was I just thought the, the twins was fine. That's what, that's what drew me into the show. Mm. Tia um, always been finer than Tamara, but <laughs> we, yes, <laughs> yes, and that's the one that married the black man. Cause she know, she she, she know, she, she knows. Um, but yeah, man, I, th- I think this. I had fun tonight though talking about me black TV because I love black TV. I love black TV as well. Like, I, I and mind you, I, I know the white TV shows, but black TV to me is is where it's at. I ain't never watched the episode of Frasier. I, I, I enjoy Frasier. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I enjoy and, Frasier. And, and I'm, Frasier Crane. And I am not judging you, but if I've ever seen Frasier, it's because it was on in my presence. I could not tell you an episode, a moment, or anything. Same thing Listen, with Seinfeld. Friends, I know help. friends because, of course, again, Nick at Night. So mm-hmm. at certain points, like it was only, it was literally the only thing on television, and I just happened to watch it. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, I just don't get down. Like now, currently, new Josh, but this ain't about y'all. But new Josh will watch, you know, me and little things. This is us, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of shows these days. You know, I'm into those, but like some of the more classic white television, Seinfeld, I know what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> but God bless them because this ain't about them. Um, yeah. So self care. Our living room, I guess. Self care. Yeah, black man. Self care is the next. Let's get into. We just we just flowing tonight. We are. Can we, we just flow like the Holy Ghost? Oh, whew. Flow, we flow flowing like Mariah Carey did on uh, We Belong Together. <laughs> I don't know where they came from, but that is such a great song. She recently just did a, a Lover's Mix that I sent you on the IG. Remember I sent that to you? She was in her room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We belong together. Who am I going to lean on when times get rough? Who's going to talk to me on the phone till the sun comes up? Who's going to take your place when ain't nobody there? Oh, baby, baby, we belong together, baby. When you left, you lost a part of me. <laughs> it is so hard to believe. 
Come back, baby, please, cause we belong together. Let's let's go do some self care. <laughs> do some self care. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, Josh. Woosa. Right. <laughs> Woosa. All right, we are here at I I am my brother's keeper of black man self-care, where we talk about what we do as far as black men to take care of ourselves, to you know, just make sure we we stay stay right, stay together, stay fit. Um, what are you doing this weekend, Josh, to uh for black man self-care? Keeping my black bottom inside this house because it's the all-star <laughs> weekend in Atlanta. Right. Um a friend of mine asked me to help him um Reestablish his wardrobe. He's trying to, hmm. you know, change his look. So I told him we going to Kennesaw <laughs> Mall, further okay. away from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm 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 gonna probably spend maybe a couple of hours helping him think through some ways to upgrade and add some pieces and mm. stuff like that. But mainly, bro, just um, just chilling out. Like I said, Atlanta's gonna be stupid, and Crazy. I had no plans on going into the city anyway, but. Mm-hmm. Not even going anywhere near. How about you? I, I don't know. My anxious to rest. I don't know. I don't have any plans. Like legit, I don't have any plans to do anything this weekend. Yeah. I'm probably going to just stay in the house. Might watch some, watch some black TV or just watch TV in general. Like that's usually my thing I do. Like when I don't have anything else to do, it's a solid thing to do. Yeah, you oh, just sit there and watch don't coming do to nothing. America too. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, that's. I don't know. If that's gonna be for self care. That I don't know if that's gonna be self care because if it's bad, I'm gonna be mad. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna watch TV. That's probably it, and do some things around the house, maybe chill. But that's it. Oh, I don't mean to go back to the living room, but you know okay, what we didn't talk about. What did we talk about? Black reality shows. Oh, we didn't. Baldwin Hills, College Hill, The Housewives. <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Love and hip hop. <laughs> a whole genre of black TV shows. We, we got to come back. We do. Okay, but not today. Uh, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Yeah. So um, I think we've rambled enough, and I don't know that I'm in the capacity to give anybody any advice on anything. So we're going to skip over the P.O. box, but continue to write in your questions. Please do. (laughs) Give us your comments and things like that, and we'll get back to y'all next week. Um, Maybe one day if they build up high enough, we'll do a whole, you know, post office episode episode or something. Yeah. Just take y'all to the post office and read everything. Um, But until then, let's get into a greater conversation. You ready? Let's let's do that. Okay. Let me talk. All right, we are here at a greater conversation where we kind of get some things off of our chest that have been, you know, getting on our nerves or getting under our skin. Uh, Josh, do you have anything? You know, as much as I love to go off, um, no, I guess I'll piggy. Well, the one thing I do want to say, I think I mentioned it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Black History Month is over. Mm-hmm. I keep this really short. And... You know, certain white people have performative allyship fatigue, right. which means that if you don't know what that means, what it really means is that, you know, you did all these performative things, putting on Kente cloth and kneeling in the, in the rotunda <laughs> and, you Terrible. know, and stuff like that. And now that Black History Month is over and now that, you know, things have died down, so to speak, you know, you feel like you can go back to normal. But that's not 
That's not what this is about. It is always mm-hmm. about laying down your privilege or at least acknowledging it or mm-hmm. using it in ways that pushes the advancement of discriminated people forward. Right. Plain and simple. So if you're tired of speaking out, if you're tired of doing the work, then you really weren't an ally and, you know, we don't need you. So I agree. Tis all. How about you, bro? Uh, I do have something. I'm going to kind of do it delicately. Um, oh. And it's not really like a rant, you know, as as it may have been. But I kind of want there's something else on social media today and I kind of want to address it. Uh, let me read it. I'm going to read it out. It was a post that says, if you are a non-Asian person that enjoys Asian things like K-pop, anime, Asian cuisine, etc., please don't ignore the rise in Asian hate crime that's been increasing since the beginning of COVID. Don't enjoy parts of our culture and choose to ignore the xenophobia, xenophobia and racism. All right. So, you know, here at the Jigsaw Podcast, we do believe in standing up for what's right. We do believe in standing up for those who are disenfranchised, those who are oppressed, um, regardless if it be age, uh, gender, um, sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. all of those things. You know, we do stand against that. And I and I agree. I do agree with it. It comes to as far as when we see somebody being taken advantage of someone being treated wrong, being mistreated, we should stand up for one another and that's just a human thing to do right it's not even necessarily really about um race gender whatever that kind of stuff if, if somebody's being treated wrong you should stand up for what's right and to uh speaking out against it here is kind of like my issue when it comes with that statement right that post um although it is right in theory in terms of you know if you love our culture then you should stand up for our culture yeah my biggest issue is Y'all not keeping that same energy, right? Mm, okay. Black folks have been saying this since the beginning of time, and people have been using our culture, taking our culture, and disrespecting us and our culture all the while enjoying our culture, right? Yeah. Um, and even with the our Asian brothers and sisters, even in in and let, let's go to um, I grew up in Pomona, California, Los Angeles, California, that area in Southern California. Sure. Yep. When I, the times that I've gone into our um our convenience stores owned by our Asian brothers and sisters, they're the ones who accuse us of stealing, right? So they've been the oppressors in many cases, um, many situations, right? Um, when there's other situations where they've, you know, pretty much have pushed um, uh, uh, white supremacy. If we go to, you know, the the beauty salon, not beauty salon, the beauty shop, you know, they're, they're following black people around the store thinking we're stealing, right? So it's, you know, it, it kind of to me is like I I agree with the fact that we should stand up for what's right, but I think there's been times where it, there hadn't been there hasn't been times where y'all have kept the same energy when it came to black folks. Recently, I know there were some you know K-pop groups whatever who have come up and started saying things. You know, I think it may be more performative type stuff. Yeah, y'all have been speaking up for black culture, but overall in the history of the United States, I would not say that our Asian brothers and sisters have been on the front lines with us, allying with us uh, when it came down to social justice and uh, uh, racism and oppression and things of that nature. Um, and, and that, and to me, that kind of bothers me, right? Again, although what was being said is correct that we should stand up. I, I would really like to, to see, you know, people really keep that same energy and not only for them, but also for black folks as well. Cause I do, it, it do me, it, it does feel like oftentimes that when something does happen, um, black folks do stand up for other people. We do stand up for the disenfranchised and stuff like that. Um, and and it seems like people don't give us that same um, same support in 
you know, other than like you said, Josh, you know, performative performative stuff yeah. during Black History Month or when when Black Lives Matter was like popular, you know, everyone was in on that. But then now when you know Black Lives Matter is not as popular um uh as it is now, um it's it's you know people aren't on the bandwagon as it is now. So I I just think I just kind of find it funny and kind of sad also that now you want to bring up this whole like if you want our culture but you don't love us like you need to stand up like nah like yeah no I, we've been we've been screaming this from the mountains for years right I, I hear you bro and in um, many ways I agree and, yeah and I'm gonna finish with this and this is something that always stuck in my head um Latasha Harlins uh, I don't think people maybe remember that name Latasha Harlins this is back in the early 90s um it was a young black woman a young girl 15 years old she went to the convenience store um and was accused of stealing and the 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 young lady behind the 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 cash register um a, a lady of, of asian descent thought the young lady was stealing and like shot the girl in the head like shot the black girl in the head wow. over some orange juice you know what i'm saying went to trial everything like that trial just got dropped but that if if you go back and look at history like in southern california like it was it was a bad thing right so i just think mm-hmm. it's it's I agree that in all theory that we all need to stick together for what's right. Um, but I do want to say that just keep the same energy when it comes to everybody and not only you. Because uh, black people, we're going to stand up for everybody, but we want that same support um, in return. That's all I got to say. I'm with I love my Asian brothers and sisters. Y'all are amazing. Um, let's let's do this thing together. Let's fight together. Let's break down white supremacy um, together. Tear down. Let's tear it down. And, let's dismantle it. And there has been another episode of... The Jigsaw Podcast. Yep. As always, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us, especially tonight, because, you know, we were just here. This was just our time to kind of talk and be Josh and Brian and, you know, exist. Get some stuff off our chest. You know, just kind of, you know, shoot the, shoot the stuff, as the, as, the, <laughs> as the old people say. So, you know, it may not have felt as organized tonight, but that's okay, because this is our business, and it is, mm-hmm. our, it is our space to just be and talk and be friends and be in the living room, and that's what we did tonight. So, th- but overall, thank y'all. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for always rocking with us. Um, thank y'all for supporting us. We saw all of the reshares last week. Uh, mm-hmm. With that Chick Angels episode, uh, great episode, one of our favorites. This is in our top yep. five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thank y'all for supporting the merch and you know sharing and all that kind of stuff, and continue to buy it. Yep, get you a shirt or two or twelve or fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things. The weather is getting nicer, so you can wear that right. that graphic tee out. You know, you better get that vaccine. You got some places you can go. Right. So. Make it happen. Brian, do. you got anything, any announcements or anything you want to share? Uh, man, just, you know, continue to do what you always do. Support us, rate us, five stars only. Give us your comments. Um, Hit up some random people that you think. I, I'm going to do this. Hit us with some people that you want on the show. Hit them up. Tell them to come on the Jigsaw Podcast. Um, As much as you can. Do let the people know. Tag Do em. that. Tag them <laughs> and say the Jigsaw. You should be on the Jigsaw Podcast. Um. Let's do that. Let's get some some fun guests. We have we've had some great guests. We have some people in the pipeline. Super excited about that. But um, continue to uh, follow us, the Jigsaw Podcast on Instagram. Uh, me, I am Brian Hare. Uh, I am Josh Rogers. Check out the website, thejigsawpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe. Whatever. All that kind of stuff. Please do that. We we appreciate you. We appreciate the support. Um, 
and it makes us feel great. And tell us how great we are as well. Um, Do this. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. Uh, Joshua, before we go, uh, let the people know, let the people, tell the people what they need to do. Yeah, I'm not throwing you the ball on that anymore because last week. Because <laughs> I fumbled it. So what, so, so, <laughs> so what you need to do is not let this life stress you out. You know, mm-hmm. shoot the breeze and be cool sometimes. But in the midst of all of that, you can still only do what you can, while you can, in the very best ways that you can do it. But here's the kicker. Don't you ever get caught with your work undone. That is a wrap. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Love you.